Here's what's coming up today on the Prove Me Wrong podcast. I'm in the air. It must have been an hour and a half. I was in the air. <laughs> but in reality, about halfway over, I thought, I should have just fucking jumped. I would have made it. <laughs> and welcome back to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Pete's here. He's with uh, Christina. And we have an in-studio guest tonight. Jamie is our in-studio guest. Uh-oh. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you. Give her a five. And uh, the topic tonight is we're going to talk about some embarrassing situations. And everybody has something in their past that has happened that embarrasses them. No one escapes awkwardness of being young, making bad decisions. And we're going to tell you a couple of hours that even today, when I think back on it, it makes me laugh, makes me a little bit ashamed, makes me a little uncomfortable. But at least I think at my age now, I've, I've come to laugh at it. You know, you get laughed at enough by cousins or friends, you uh, you get used to it and, and you roll on. But before we get too far into it, let me say that this episode of Prove Me Wrong Podcast is brought to you by Zendo Zones Citronella Burners from J.T. Eaton. Listen, I live in Florida. The bugs here are big enough to steal the rent check, and a citronella candle is essential to my back patio. How do I bring Zen to my outdoor zones? Well, I'm here to introduce Zendo Zones. They're shaped like fearless little tiki gods, and let Surf and Stan, Hawaiian Howie, and Luau Lily bring the islands to your backyard with Zendozone Citronella Burners. Zendozones uses natural 3% citronella candles and incense cones, perfect for patios, decks, backyards, campsites, poolside, and more. Enjoy the outdoors again. So get Zendozones. They're available now on Amazon and at Ace Hardware. Collect them all today. All right, so now that we paid some bills, I'm going to make it easy on you, and I'm going to start today. And I'm going to tell you all what I would consider to be my most embarrassing moment, okay? As a child? As a, I was, I was 13, maybe 14. And I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. I would come down and visit my grandmother on the, on the summers. And it was really an opportunity to spend time with cousins. We moved to Cleveland when I was in second grade. So I had grown up with all of my family, my aunts, uncles, cousins. And it was a big transition. It was difficult for us to move to Cleveland and be away from everyone. So my mother allowed me to come down to Columbus every year and spend the entire summer with my grandmother. Well, my cousins were always around, so that was great for me. And so we spent most of our days fishing. You know, we would be um, fishing the rivers, fishing the the dam up in the area, uh, just kind of spending time together. And we were up at a place called Alum Creek in Columbus, Ohio. It's It's a dam. We were fishing off of the dam. And we were looking for, I believe it was crappie or whatever, that bluegill, whatever it was that we were fishing for. We were having ourselves a good time. And as we were leaving, we'd been there for a couple of hours. We were leaving for the day. As you're going back to the parking lot, there is uh, a trench there. It's actually kind of a, a little creek or a ditch, and there's a little bridge that goes over the top. And this ditch is probably, I don't know, maybe 20 feet across from one end to the other end. And it was it was about 10 feet deep. We're walking, and we have our my cousin Matt, my cousin Mike, and we have our fishing poles in hand, and I look over at one of the two of them. I don't remember which one at this point. And I said, I'm going to jump that trench. And they looked at me, and they're like, You're, shut the hell up. You're not going to jump that thing. And the one thing I could do at that age, I could run and I could jump. I wasn't lying about that. It was one thing I could do. But I wasn't planning on really jumping, okay? Not <laughs> I was 20 feet. Not 20 feet. I was just giving them some shit because we were walking over towards the, It's like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, hold this pole, right? So I hand this pole to my cousin, and he's like, dude, you're not, you're not going to really do that. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump 
this creek. I'm going to jump the damn thing. So I start sprinting at it. And I mean, I'm, I'm running hard at this creek. And, you know, just full speed, fully thinking in my mind that I'm going to get to the end and stop and then turn around and say, ha, you know, the hell with, I'm not jumping over that thing. It's ridiculous. I get up there and I'm, I'm going at a full clip and I plant my foot to stop and I hit a patch of mud and I zoom, and I am immediately airborne. Yeah, that's me flying through the air, having myself a good time. I am flying and, and my feet are in front of my my feet are leading, so I'm I'm essentially uh, perpendicular. What is that? I'm I'm, I'm parallel, par- parallel, parallel to the ground. Yeah. Arms pinwheeling in the air, <laughs> feet bicycling in the air, looking around like where the hell am I? I mean, I'm just floating over this creek, and it seems like it's taking forever. And it took forever. I'm in the air. It must have been an hour and a half. I was in the air, <laughs> but in reality, about halfway over, I thought. I should have just fucking jumped. I would have made it because <laughs> I was just going. And it just kept going and kept going. And it's kind of like Wiley Coyote, right? Because he jumps and he's running and, until he realizes, wait a minute, I, I shouldn't be. And then he, then he drops. Yeah. So that was kind of exactly the way it worked for me. I was in the air. And then as soon as I realized I could have made it, that's when I started to go down, right? And I go down and I land on the other bank. So I had made it a, pretty much across the whole thing, but I landed about six feet down on the side of the bank and I landed probably about six inches from this enormous rock. I mean, I just landed on the ground, hit it hard to the point where my air just got knocked the hell out of me. I was, I was in the bottom of this creek, just gasping for air, trying to live, trying to survive, thinking I'm going to die. My cousins come running over and they have no sympathy for me. They're just laughing their asses off. Of they run, they come down into the creek, and they're just pointing at me laughing while I'm laying there just about dead. And so I'm finally starting to get my wind back. There's this kindly older black gentleman. <laughs> he probably was in his 60s who had been fishing up on the dam with us. He's walking across the bridge now, and he stops just long enough to look at me laying in a, in a huddled mass. <laughs> On the bottom of this trench, just 10 feet down in this creek. And he's like, boy, you need to slow down. (laughs) He just turns and shuffles back off across the bridge. And, you know, it took me, it took me a while to to live that down just because, you know, I was talking so much trash before we got to that point. And I was not, I was not going to jump. That was not going to happen until it did, until I'm just flying in the air, you know, full speed and uh, and landed at the bottom of this cliff. So I was actually really lucky that I did not hurt myself badly and that I could just kind of laugh about it after the fact. But um, that was probably one of the things now that my cousins, if if we ever start to talk now, they still bring that up and, <laughs> and laugh at me and make fun of me for, um, for that feat of skill. So uh, I broke the ice. Well, I guess I'll go then. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to give a little backstory to the fact of who Please. Jamie is while she's here. Uh, my dad dated her mom for like ever. So we lived together. So we're basically sisters. We've known each other 36 years now. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Thanks for giving our age away. I know. Yeah. Th- all our lives, 36 Pretty years. <clears throat> Pretty much. <laughs> exactly. 36 all of our lives. Okay. 
We're happy to have her in studio today. She's the first real studio guest that we've had outside of uh, the princess. That's right. So we lived together, and she treated me just like a sister. Mean. No. Yes. I treat you better than I treat my bio sister, who I don't talk to, so. Well, kids will be kids. I'll say that. (laughs) So anyway, I had begged our mom at the time for a diary. We had went to Hallmark, and it was like a diary. It had like a key and a lock and everything, and I was like super pumped, and she actually bought it for me. And there was a boy in our neighborhood. I won't name names, but it sounded like Beth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Biblical Beth. Biblical Beth. Um, Anyway, but I had a huge crush on him. I was probably like mm, 12, I think, at this time. Probably. 11 or 12. And I had broke. All about how my first kiss was going to be with him. And to the song. Take my breath away. Take my breath away. And she's looking at me like she doesn't even know. I have no idea what she's talking about. Right? Because she wasn't traumatized by this like I was. But I wrote this whole thing. And don't even act like you didn't. I honestly honestly don't remember. I've completely blocked this out apparently you found the key to my little lock which <laughs> i think i had it under the mattress was it one of like those universal locks that opens like luggage keys yeah yeah, yeah 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 it was just a little hump from hallmark like a diary that had a lock anyway you let the neighborhood boys read it including seth his brother i don't even remember Ga- like they were all over at our house and that song came on the radio and you turned it up really loud, and everybody in the room started laughing. And I immediately knew what had happened. That I knew immediately she let them read that, or or at least, or at least told, or at least told them about it. Because, and my little twelve-year-old heart sank, and I tried not to cry in front of everybody, and I tried to be like, "What? What are you guys talking about?" You know. But I didn't. And I went in the kitchen, and I immediately called my grandma, and I was like, "I really want to come over to your house." And she came and picked me up, and I left. And I like spent the night with my grandma. Then I was so traumatized. So we bring her into the studio, and Jamie is instantly the villain. <laughs> Instantly the bad guy. It's like you never, I, you probably, I don't even remember that. I'm sorry. I don't even remember. <laughs> I told my kids that story. And then every time the it comes on, we always laugh. But I'm like, seriously, I was traumatized. Well, I, was- I apologize. I did not, I don't even remember that. I've completely blocked that. I honestly thought you were going to tell the, um. <laughs> oh God, probably something I don't remember. Uh, no, you, you, you probably do remember this because every woman remembers her. When oh, yeah, Jamie lo- pulled everybody. No, 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 no. Well, then... Who- no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's get the story straight. Okay. Okay, we were all supposed to go to the pool, mm-hmm. and everybody was in the living room waiting for you. Yeah. And you're the one that came downstairs and announced to everybody, <laughs> I'm not going because I have a problem. <laughs> And kind of like everybody knew. I was like, well, <laughs> but you came down and announced it to the entire neighborhood that was sitting in our living yeah, room. Yeah, but I don't think the neighborhood knew until you were like, oh, you started your period? <laughs> <laughs> I think they were just stupid boys just sitting there waiting to go to the pool. They didn't know what my problem was. And then she's like, oh, you started your period? Oh okay. no! You no! You set it upstairs. You I told got, yeah. Yeah, you got I, upstairs, and because we were like, upstairs. "What is the problem?" And you were like, "I started my period." Yeah. And it was like, oh "I made my you God. come upstairs." <laughs> like I'm not going to show you how to do this. <laughs> so helpful. 
I'll give you the pamphlet, just like my sister gave to me. I'll give you the pamphlet. I think that the important thing here is that we have dug deep so have, far, and we, we have, have already, but we've already uncovered something that she did not necessarily know that had embarrassed you. She's apologized for that. She's feeling very good. Look at that. We are mending fences here That's today. Right. That's fabulous. I had no idea. I died completely. Maybe that you out. didn't let them. I don't know. Maybe they found it or something, but you all I laughed. Think, I don't think I would maliciously give that to them because I knew mom would kill me if. <laughs> I had done that. I didn't tell on you. I didn't say anything. I, I think, pretended like it. No, but I think mom would have killed me if I had done that. So I don't know if I did it maliciously or if they found it. And you just let them. We're like, I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah. So I don't know. That's what I assumed had happened. Mm-hmm. But I just knew. Like, I was like, oh my God, they know. So you like, I don't understand. You wrote a, a parody song? No, no, no. I wrote about, <laughs> how, in my diary, I wrote about how our first kiss was going to take place. And the song, Take My Breath Away, was playing oh, on the radio when okay. he kissed me. I gotcha. And then it played on the radio and i don't maybe you didn't turn up but one uh, somebody turned it up really loud and then you all burst out oh. laughing and i was like oh no they I thought, know i thought like you wrote a poem to, to no i wrote like a fictional story about how it was all gonna go down oh i see <laughs> how this yeah, first kiss was, this all. first kiss was gonna happen i was only 12 i don't 13 maybe you never write that stuff down. That's that's the rule of life. Apparently Don't not. I've learned that. I haven't written anything down like that since. That's why I love growing up in the 80s. There's no evidence. <laughs> <laughs> the trauma. <laughs> oh, my God. The feelings. We're bringing the feels back. Well, I think we've worked through some things so far. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you one more time. One more embarrassing moment for me. And and then we have to tell one that involves Jamie and I because I want to hear her side of the, what was going on because we were in two separate places and mm-hmm. then it kind of collided. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we can go there if you'd like. I was simply just going to say this is between you and I. This is an embarrassing. This moment is an embarrassing moment for me with you and I. Really, I never f- felt like you were embarrassed at all for anything. Never you felt ever that did. I've ever been embarrassed. No, I mean, um, by something it takes, she did. No, something I did. Oh. She, it, it takes a lot to embarrass me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I typically don't give an F, but um, this this situation, it was you and me and a child of ours. Oh God, a brand new child <laughs> I of know ours. What this is. And. You know, uh, Sam, our child, our son Sam was an infant. He was maybe, I don't know, a year old, maybe? Not even no, that, no, no. Not he even was that like old. three months old. Yeah, this is that, the first yeah, time yeah. we had went out of the house. That, that, that's right. So we didn't get to go out much. Uh, he was young. So when we finally got to go out, we went out to eat. And, of course, we went out and splurged at the Longhorn Steakhouse. Mm, it was actually a Lone Star. Lone Star. Lone it's Star. not even there anymore. So we go and we have ourselves something to eat. We're spending some time together. We're out of the house finally. It's great. Baby sleeps in the car seat the whole Baby time. Baby sleeps in the car seat the whole time. He doesn't give us any hassle. We go back to the car and did we smell it? Is that what it was? We smelled it. We smelled it. I, no, you were you. I or did told, I just decide I to change you, it? I wanted you. No, I wanted you to transfer the baby into this a different the seat. Well, we took him in in a different. We had oh, like oh. we had a carrier thing, but then okay. in the car we had a different car seat, and you had to slide him. And he was sleeping. I was like, "Don't wake him up." So just slide your hand under there. And so I so I reached into the car seat and yeah. and slid my hand up under his shirt and picked him up out of the car seat, and I put him into the car. Because and and then I but I felt something on on his back and I felt something <laughs> on my hands. It was something you know kind of warm and slimy and I was like, 
I, you know, I wasn't sure what that was. So I put him down, pulled my hands out, and my hands were full of shit. Oh he had he had shit himself, and it, it had escaped way, his, his back. To it his escaped neck. his diaper, <laughs> gone all the way up to his Look yeah all those to his blowouts. Neck. Yeah, he had this blowout, and I. You would have thought that I was seeing my own blood. As if <laughs> I been, thought he was going to go down. I'm not kidding. He backed away from the car, and his I left. Hands. I left the sons just laying there on this car seat, and I just backed up. I mean, I, I backed away, looking at my hands as if, In what horror. the hell am I going to do with these hands? <laughs> They're useless anything. now. I no longer need them. I'm just going to cut them off. I I remember trying to get your attention. I'm like Pete. Pete, and you were just in horror, like your hands were as far away as they could get from your body, and you were just in horror, and I'm like trying to hand you wipes, and you're just, you're not even there. I don't know what happened to you or where you went. My brain short-circuited at that point. He he was just like, are you like afraid of poop? I, I, it was the very first time anything like that had ever happened oh, okay, to him. so it was just, very, okay. I mean... I, neither I, of us had like super tons of experiences. No, we no, babies. we were. I was. You know, we were young. I, we didn't know we, what we were. New it was our first blowout, really. We were young. Although we were, I was just like, let's take care of this, and he was horrified. Yeah, we were new parents. I don't like to have dirty hands anyway, and so that to me is the worst type of dirty <laughs> hands that you could possibly have. There is nothing else that could have been on my hands. Like seriously, he could have got hit by a car. He just kept walking backwards. I'm like Pete. I was escaping Pete. mentally. I was mentally escaping the entire situation. I'm glad a car didn't pull in. I and, did like, not kill know. You. I honestly, at that point, I did not know how to escape the situation. I was thinking to myself, "What do I do with this? I'm what like, do I do with these wipes, hands? Wash your hands off." And he's not even. No, he can't. He's gone. His eyes. He's like. I, I had. I had glossed over. It was. It was it. It was over. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what had happened to me. Uh, I was. I was willing at that point to give the child back to wherever it came from. And just just call it even and be done with it. So um, uh, it took a minute to get over that. I, just, it was just the. It's okay, mom took care of it. You know what? Well, you went into the restaurant and washed your hands off. But it was just it was just the suddenness of it. It, it was the suddenness <laughs> of not understanding what was happening. I didn't expect it. Like, if he had, if he had shit on me while I was changing a diaper or something, right. I would not have had a problem because I would have seen it. It's like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. But it was something yeah, about Pete. The- on, honestly, didn't know that diapers could fail. Yeah. Right. He yeah. was like really yeah. disappointed in Huggies. Yeah. <laughs> I hate yeah. Huggies. They're the worst. Apparently, uh, I wrote a very worst. stern letter <laughs> to Huggies. They're the worst. <laughs> Why do your diapers leak? Grant, but the, but always, that- Grant always blew out of his Huggies every time, huggies. every single time. But yeah, you know, I like I was. To love. I like to pride myself on being a, a confident man. I know how to take care of things. I was in the you know the Marine Corps, tough guy, whatever. <laughs> he always did try to be Father of the Year till that moment. Father of the Year, and and <laughs> that lasted three months. <laughs> Father of the Year lasted three. Months. He was great making a little baby burrito out of them. He was good at getting him to rocking him to sleep, bouncing him to sleep, all that stuff. But this just no. You are world. one pathetic loser. <laughs> yeah, that that was me. It took it took a while to get mentally over that. I still look at him now and have a little little tinge of anger at him for doing that to me. I mean, he's pissed on me, and I didn't have a problem with that. I was changing him, and he just pissed on me. It happens, but he didn't give me any warning that this was going to happen. Yeah. It was just there. It was, yeah, you, you didn't know, smell anything. I didn't. I didn't smell it at didn't. the time. I just picked I him up. I didn't have him. And he had him the whole time because the boy was heavy. That was a, we had a heavy right, baby. He was big. So uh, Pete carried. If I was with Pete. Pete carried him. <laughs> you know, I questioned my marriage, and my fatherhood <laughs> at that point. I, I really wasn't I, I sure. I really thought he was just going to walk away from us. <laughs> I really wasn't sure he if I wanted to walk home or maybe back to Cleveland. Yeah. Or... yeah. <laughs> 
back to my mom. I checked a bus. I checked bus schedules after that. <laughs> I was just going to go somewhere else. Uh, I just I wasn't sure if it was worth it after that. But luckily, I, I I buckled up, went forward, and it's worked out all right. So so that was my that's my most embarrassing moment with you and I together. Really? Because for sure, I thought you were going to go with um, the like how long we've we been dating? Like two weeks, and like, maybe I'm going to tell you like for the first. Uh, probably the first year of marriage, I waited for Pete to go to work before I ever booped. Like I wouldn't fart in front of him, or well, or, that's that's, or, that's yeah. But we had been dating maybe two weeks. He came. That's what you should do. Yeah, but twenty four right. years of marriage and, or tw- or twenty four years of being with Sean, I've never farted in front of him. Still, wow, See, that's yeah. crazy. That's, that's impressive. Still. You're just hurting yourself now. I mean, you're just you're just doing bodily damage. No, well, I just, no, let it happen. Two, I, I mean, two weeks in, Pete was picking me up for a date, and he comes. He had to change his clothes from Saturn. And he goes into my bathroom. He's in there forever. I'm like, what is happening? He's in there taking shit. And he, like, smelled up my bathroom and everything. I'm like, no I'm not holding no that shame. in. No shame. I'm not holding that in. There wasn't sorry. There wasn't light a match, a candle, nothing. No, no. no I'm not. No Boys way. don't care. I don't. I won't wipe in front of you if that helps. <laughs> no courtesy flush? I will not do that. I'll I close the door. I, I don't want her flush? to see that. Nobody wants to see that. I was busy. I don't. I don't feel bad about that. I'm just saying that I'm not, I'm not, I was embarrassed for you. I'm not embarrassed for like about the going first to the bathroom. Year, I didn't even. I waited for you to go to work. Before That's your hang-up, girl, not I mine. Know. Now I have no problem. That's right. I come in now, and the the paint is peeling off the walls. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> get me some toilet paper. Yeah. Don't breathe. <laughs> yeah, I tell Sean sometimes you, you may want to wait a minute before you go in there. Yeah, so. right. But I won't fart in front of him. That's, That's just it. I won't. I won't do it. That's... <laughs> That's I won't do it. Wild. I don't. I don't like it. I, I. I don't like it when he does it. He does it, but I'm like whatever. But I don't like it. So. Pete makes a game out of it. Oh, I have no problem. <laughs> I have no problem. So does Sam. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I have so no does problem our son, exploding. and so does our daughter. She doesn't care either. I almost farted in here tonight just now. Oh, thanks. I just didn't. It's a very enclosed space. I didn't want to get it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to linger. All right. I wanna. I wanna hear her side of the story. Okay. Does, is there, does there need to be some kind of build-up? Do we need to set the scene? Well, we had just moved into Hardesty. Yeah. Also, she knows the story. She knows. Yeah, oh, okay. she knows it's an embarrassing it story. It was right. 1989 summer. We just moved in, and there was a boy my age, and there was a boy Christina's age. And Christina, we had a crush on each, and trying to, I don't know, be cool I you guess. were trying to be cool. Trying to be cool. I had a friend over. I had my girlfriend over, and I was in the house. <laughs> and the the boy that I liked lived across from us, and we had um, we lived in a condo, and there was a grassy patch between. <laughs> grassy patch. There was there was like a there's, grassy there's, knoll. There's a grassy area in between our condo, the front of our condo, and the front of their condo, and. So there wasn't like a street or anything. No, we it was could just, just it's just grass. It was just grass. Right. And the condos faced each other, but there right. was probably like ten feet of. Oh, there's more than that. More than ten yeah. feet, fifteen feet of probably grass 20, in between. Yeah. So, okay, whatever. So <laughs> he lived like almost directly across from us, and I was over on his stoop talking to him, and Christina was in the house with her friend Kathy. Mm-hmm. Was with Kathy. And they had the front door wide open, and we had one of those screen doors that had, the, it was like half screen on the top, and 
like, like metal, metal on like the, the aluminum. It's almost aluminum. Yeah, almost. yeah. The screen, like you know, those flimsy screen things with the aluminum bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right and on the bottom. And Christina's in the house, just blaring music on purpose. See, I'm gonna tell you my side of the story. Kathy and I were on the there was a little couch in front of the window, and we were on the couch, and we were like messing around like looking at her we're like oh my god look at her look at her look at her she's gonna ask him out oh yeah we're just making fun right because she's, right. she's over there trying to flirt with this boy and i was like watch this watch this we'll turn the radio up she'll get really mad so we turned the radio up and she her head snaps she looks over at us and i'm like turn down turn down turn down she's looking at us so i turned it on so we keep doing this we keep messing with her and i'm over there yelling yeah she's turn yelling down. to turn it down turn it down because we have neighbors right the old lady there was an old lady she next was to being us. the mom there was an old lady next to us and creepy Gordon on the other side. Right. And we lived in a community of a lot of old people. There weren't a lot of kids in our neighborhood. There was like less than two handfuls of us. And she was being considerate and I was being a little jerk. There you go. And uh, kept turning it up, turning it up, turning it up. So I just want to know what was going on on that side. I, well, like, I was yelling going, turn it down, turn it down. We're going to get in trouble, turn it down. And you're not turning it down. And no. so cool me thinks I'm going to run up to the door <laughs> and just and, bust my ass for it and brace my hands against the side of the screen door. Well, there's to a, yell into the to yell the screen. into the screen. And there was um there was a tiny teeny tiny little step when you came out the screen door and a layer of bricks, but then there was another step very and long a very step. long. Yeah. yeah, and there was, you know, a piece of wood. And I ran up the hill trying to look cool in front of, in front of said boy <laughs> and <laughs> ran up the hill, got to the sidewalk, and there's a whole layer of bricks in front of that step, and the weeds had started to grow, and I slipped on some weeds, tripped over the wood, and went right through the bottom of the screen. Door. Like slid, like slid, slid into home base. Like, came right through the screen, right through the right through the bottom of the screen, door. and right at my feet, where I was yeah. standing with my hand about, on the radio knob, about halfway into the living room, because <laughs> I was sliding on the piece of aluminum <laughs> like a sled. <laughs> exactly, she slid like almost to my feet, and I'm standing there, and I have the radio turned on. I'm looking down at her like in shock. Our mouths are open. I'm looking at her, and all we're thinking is. Mom is going to yes, kill us. That's all we were thinking about. Mom, it wasn't is going funny to kill then. Us. It's funny now. We were like, "Oh, we are in trouble but now." I was so embarrassed to do, and he still brings that up. Does he? When we talk about like the old days, still he friends. still brings it. I live next door to his dad now, so <laughs> he still brings it up. Yeah. You guys were just enjoying a nice soft night, talking to each other. You're such a Having dick. time with each other. Meanwhile, Christina's being a bitch. <laughs> Shocker. Was the time you drove the car into the fence embarrassing? <laughs> oh my god, yeah, but we were smooth. Come Whoa. on. My mom fell for that one. She totally <laughs> fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Like, who does... Well, first of all, who lets a 14-year-old drive? Me. <laughs> Jamie, she's like, you got to learn to drive sometime. I'm like, I don't even have my time. She's like, it's okay. Let's go to McDonald's. No, no, no. I just said we'll drive around Hardesty. Well, we went to McDonald's, and then when we got back and we got right. into the neighborhood, she's like, do you want to drive home? And I'm like, okay. 
you know, getting all excited. I get behind the car. I'm like, yeah. She did good. I did good until we pulled in. She's like, you can do this. You can pull into the carport. There were these, you know, carports have the two metal. The poles. Poles. So I was so scared that I was going to like. Hit the poles. Hit the poles. So I'm like being super careful turning in. I'm like, yeah, I got this. I pull up almost to the thing and I'm ready to just, because I'm easing. I'm off. She's like, get off the gas, stay off the, the pedal, you know, and just let the car kind of ease into the. Into the spot. Into Mm -hmm. the spot. Yeah. Well, and okay, and then and then she's like, "Stop!" Instead of stopping and hitting the brake, she hit the gas. I hit the gas super hard, and we hit that our hit the fence back of our fence straight on and knocked it down. Knocked it down in one giant piece. It went (laughs) and fell. Just the entire thing, including the door that was in the middle of it, the mailbox, everything. It just went down in one piece. And we're literally, she looks over me and we're like, oh, Well, that was the thing. There was no damage to the car. Right. None. None. Not a scratch. You got to give it up for Oldsmobiles. Right. Not a scratch on that car. You know, the big Oldsmobile, the long front. Yeah. Cutlass Sierra. Yeah. Not a single scratch on it. So we told my mom (laughs) (laughs) that... Um, the fence was infested with termites. Oh my god! And we were inside, and the fence just fell over. We were just sitting in there watching TV, and we heard the loudest bang. And she bought it. She bought it. And, <laughs> and she bought that the fence fell over in one piece. And our landlord bought it too. Yeah. Until uh, a neighbor uh, came forward and busted and us. busted us because he saw the oh, whole thing. See, that's yeah. It was actually Rick's dad. Um, he was friends with. John and Delena. Rick went to school with John and Delena. Okay. My older sister mm-hmm. and brother. Yeah. And so it was his dad that saw us. The one that had the Cleveland Browns. Oh, really? On the back of the... I never Yeah. He was the one who told on us. Yeah. We got busted. It's always somebody who but ruins, it wasn't, ruins But he everything. didn't bust us until... It was like a month later. Yeah. And yeah. at that point, she couldn't be mad at us and we didn't get in trouble. Yeah. And I, I just had to pay for the fence. My mom made me pay for the fence. So. Which was bad because I should have paid for the fence. It was like Because I knocked it down. It was mm-hmm. like $650 in 1992. And yeah. That was it's like $25,000 now. Yeah. But Jamie had to work at our mom's office. Yeah, I worked. So <laughs> I paid it off though. And she learned her lesson not to let 14-year-olds drive. I'm not much better of a driver today. Until I still right. scare her. We <laughs> just have a, a show about like our childhood, our childhood, that's and the well, crazy that's what we're doing, things isn't that it? we ever did. We well, did all were, kinds of. That's what we're doing now. It wasn't so much embarrassing. It was just the stuff we did Shenanigans and just all the time, twenty four seven. Like I really don't want my children to hear this show. I know. Right? Yeah, we have a lot. Did bad. Jamie, share treat. I can't even say it without laughing. She got clotheslined by, by <laughs> tree when we were playing. Tag. Oh my god! And, and I just, just laid there. She laid there. Oh my god! It was so funny. She got clothesline, and then she just laid there. I was like, and I was hiding in a bush, and I didn't want to give up my spot, but I was like, "Are you dead? <laughs> hey, hey, are you dead?" She wasn't moving. <laughs> well, my cousin Kitty's father lived on a farm, and on the farm he had a goat. No, I'm just <laughs> on the on the farm. He had a three-wheeler. I mean, it was a three-wheeler. Before the four-wheelers, it was a three. And he had a lot of land there, and he didn't farm the land. He just had the land. <laughs> Sorry, I have this. So, <laughs> you're already We haven't started yet. He farmed. He didn't farm the land. He just had the land. Well, so, we would go over there, and he would allow us. And again, we were 13, 14, maybe. We'd, he'd allow us to ride the three-wheeler. So, we would all take our turn. It had a little 
he had a little a motorcycle path. We would go, you know, we're just hauling ass through there. And <laughs> you're laughing already. It's making because I know the story. It's throwing me off. So I'm there with my cousin Matt and Mike and Jeff again. Okay, so Matt, Mike, and Jeff were there in um, in. I take my turn. I come back. Mike makes takes his turn. He comes back. Matt takes his turn. He comes back. Jeff hadn't ever ridden the three wheeler before. He didn't know really what he was doing, but he's you know, he was older than all of us. So he's like, I want to I want to ride the three wheeler. And we're like, okay, yeah, no problem. So we hop on there, and, and we're telling him, you know, this is where the gas is. This is where the. It's like I know what the fuck I'm doing. That <laughs> <laughs> means I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. So he just gets on this bike, and he's like, rah, rah, he's, rah, he's revving it, rah, 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 rah. and then he, and then I was like, okay, you know, you have to let off. Put the- put put it in gear and go. So he puts it in gear, and he hits it. He hits the gas, and the damn thing takes air. <laughs> the front tire comes off of the ground. He's he is all we saw at that point. He goes into the field. It's a field, but probably chest high grass. He's all every now and then you see his head bobbing up out of the field. He never lets off. He never let off the gas. He just kept the gas on the whole time. Like he just couldn't think. I have to let go of the gas for the bike to stop. We're screaming at him. Take your hands off the fucking gas. We're just yelling at him. He's he's veering off to the right. Towards the street, towards the road. He finally, he, he. To, Wasn't he like hanging off? He was, neck? his legs were flying off. He has his hands hanging onto the, to the handlebars. The, the, the front wheel, I don't think ever touched the ground again. He is literally supermanning on this, on this three wheeler. Won't let off the damn gas. It's redlining. It's, as he's whipping, as he's white knuckling through this field. He hits this tree branch so damn hard. I, I, you know, I don't think he broke it, but he broke himself. But he comes, it clotheslines him off of the bike, knocks him completely off the bike. The bike runs into the, the fence that's along the road, and it's sitting there. We run over to him, and he's laying on his back on the ground, and he's just laying there groaning and kind of, because he's got the wind knocked out of him. And we just stand there, and we just laugh. Once we realized he wasn't dead, because we thought initially we thought he might be dead, Honestly, we're like, oh my god, he's di- He's dead. We're we're in trouble. He's dead. <laughs> we killed Jeff. We, we killed him. You know, because you always think we're in trouble. We killed Jeff. Mom's gonna kill us. Because you always think it's your fault. Initially, you're like, oh my god, we've we've killed him. He's dead. So we sprinted over there. It was he was a long way away. He he'd been redlining that bike for a while, and so we get there and you see him and he's still alive and he doesn't seem to be broken. He's not twisted in any weird positions. So then we just start laughing. You know, the three of us just look at him and just point at him and start laughing. You dumbass. What were you doing? So so then, so then, we, we get him back on. And, and the same day, at the same time, um, we are – Matt gets on the back of this this three-wheeler with me. And we're, we're hauling ass. We're going back through there, through the, the, all these fields. And you would go through the first field, and you had to turn right. And so you would go up turn right. You'd go, you know, down a ways. You would take a left, go up a ways, take a left, come back around in a circle, hit that first road again, then come back. And then you had to take a left to come back to where you started. So we get up, we're we're hauling ass. We take that first right. We're just flying through the through the field. Gets to the point where we have to turn. We turn we turn left, flying. Take a turn, another turn left, another turn left. We're coming back. We hit the main road again. I turn I turn right and I just let it open. I'm just I mean I'm just hauling ass right and then. In tandem, Matt and I 
slowly turn our heads to the left. We've missed the fucking turn where we have to turn. And then we both look back and all we see is this field and this big wall of, of grass, of, of, of like a fence and everything. I was like, holy, sh-. before you could even say holy shit, we were airborne. We had jumped over something. We were in the air just flying over this fence. We landed in this other field. I don't know if it was even his field. I don't know whose field it was or how we got out of it. But we landed. And, I, and my hands, you know, and just by landing, my hands came off the handlebars. And we were just sitting there looking. And we, we look at each other. And neither of us had fallen off. We weren't broken. We just looked at each other in disbelief that we survived it. Because it was that moment, that brief second where I have redlined this bike. And then we realized we just missed the turn. And, and we just, we should have turned left right there. How old were you? Uh, 13 it's, it's the same summer all i made all the stupid mistakes when i was 13 I, i've been i've been dumber ever since i must have killed a lot of brain cells but you know that that day was probably the funniest damn day that i've ever been alive i mean watching my cousin jeff almost kill himself on that bike and then watching my cousin matt and i i mean we just that moment you know how time slows down you know i was going probably 40 miles an hour on this three-wheeler but for that brief second, it felt like I wasn't, it's like, oh, there it went. There was that turn I was supposed to make. And then I looked back at the road. I was like, oh, shit, there comes a fence. And we just jumped it. It was the greatest thing ever. So that, that's, my, that's my clothesline story. All right, everybody. Well, hey, looks like we've, we've covered quite a bit of uh, our embarrassing moments from childhood. I think we've uncovered some, you know, some, some healing energy here. Uh, Jamie didn't necessarily understand that Christina had the same feelings about situations that she had. Uh, But now we've been able to bury the hatchet 30-some years later. See, that's why we bring people. That's why we do what we do here. That's why we bring them on the show to talk about these moments and and cause some real healing. And I think some healing has happened here today. If you like what you've heard, you can like us on iTunes. We are on iTunes. You can find us there. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and uh, also SoundCloud. You can email us. You can find us on Facebook as well. You can message us on Facebook and tell us your interesting or embarrassing moments. And maybe we'll read those on the air as well and, and make fun of you. Uh, <laughs> kind of like we've made fun of all of, of each of us today. For Christina and Jamie and the Prove Me Wrong podcast, we'll talk to you all later. Thanks. <laughs>